Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Nonprofit You, a forum where nonprofit stakeholders can share lessons learned and discuss the latest developments in the industry. My name is Valerie Leonard. I'm a consultant to nonprofits and I specialize in organizational development. I work with nonprofit organizations to help them make clearer and more definite impact to their clients and communities. You can find Nonprofit You on Facebook and Twitter, and I heard the comments early and often using the hashtag Nonprofit You. I'll give, spell I-L-Give, or Giving Tuesday. You can also leave comments on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Nonprofit You. The chat room is open, and you can post comments and questions. In order to use the chat room, you must open a only account. You can find the link to open the account on the episode page, and you can post questions at spokingatdallasleonard.com or send messages to Facebook and Twitter. You'll find the nonprofit fan page on Facebook, and the Twitter account is at nonprofit. Today's episode is teaching on Tuesday. We'll discuss the origin. Tuesday and I'll give movement and then we'll be like opening the what activities in which your organization engage between now and Tuesday and at the your fundraising success. And before I go any further, I want to direct your attention to while the information shared will follow two tracks, the that uh, the sound quality is not great, so I, um, I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing hearing you clearly, um, but I think that uh, you asked me to give a little bit of a national snapshot before handing it over to Kathleen from I'll Give. Um, so we're actually headed into Giving Tuesday's sixth year, which is very exciting. It began here in 2012 um, in New York City, and now it has spread all over the country and all over the world. Um, I think it's something that is on the uh, on the radar of most U.S. nonprofits, um, and we see incredibly creative campaigns um, ranging from the very small to the very large. Um, for those who don't know, Giving Tuesday falls the day after Cyber Monday, and it's a day to give in whatever way feels meaningful to each individual, um, whether that's giving funds or giving time or giving skills or just giving an act of kindness. Um, and for organizations, it's really an opportunity to open up the giving season uh, a few weeks in advance of December 31st and really to create um, ambitious, creative, celebratory campaigns. Um, and we have tens of thousands thousands of partners um, in the U.S. And, uh, and beyond our borders. Okay, awesome. Can you hear me now? You are a little clearer now, yes. Okay, I, I do apologize. I do apologize as I explained. Oh, that's much better. Okay. All righty, as I explained before, I'm in a little different uh, situation than I normally am, and I think I'm getting the hang of it. 
So Kathleen, having said that, can uh, hear from you. So here in Illinois, you probably know with our state budget price crisis and everything that's been happening here, funding from the state for social services has basically been non-existent. Um, mm -hmm. And through I'll Give for Giving Tuesday, Forefront wants to help grow the giving co economy amongst new individual donors here in Illinois. We know that 72% of all nonprofit funding comes from individual giving, except mm -hmm. the charitable, charitable giving has been stuck at 2% of AGI for like the past 30 years. If we could bump okay, that can I stop you right there? You can. Kathleen? Okay, I, I am so sorry. Um, we have a range of people with different um, exposures. Can you sure. share with us what you mean by AGI? Uh, that's adjusted gross income. Um, it's been stuck for the past 30 years, and if we could bump giving even a half a percentage point, we could just unleash billions of dollars into our sector. So I'll give as a year-long effort here at Forefront to build capacity for nonprofits and to grow the giving economy here in Illinois. We want to try to tear down barriers to giving. We want to learn what drives people to activate, and we want to increase mm -hmm. individual giving here in Illinois. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Kathleen. And for you, Asha, 92nd Street Y in New York was on the forefront of the Giving Tuesday movement. Can you give us a little history of the movement, how you got involved, and how the movement has expanded internationally? Sure. Um, so the 92nd Street Y uh, in New York City, which is where Giving Tuesday was created, is actually a 143-year-old community and cultural center. Think of us sort of as a cross between a YMCA and a Lincoln Center or Carnegie Hall. So we have so many things going on here, although um, Giving Tuesday, in being a sort of open-source social movement, was a brand-new thing for us to do. And we were really thinking a lot about experimenting and innovating and trying new things and risking failure and um, and Giving Tuesday was an idea that came to us because giving is very much part of our mission, giving back um, to the community, um, trying to make the world you know a better, healthier, more just place. And mm -hmm. so we reached out to some friends at the UN Foundation, um, which we had partnered with before. We had a wonderful partnership with them. And so we reached out to see if they would want to come in with us on this wild and crazy idea, which was to create a giving day that we didn't put our brand all over, that we wanted everyone <laughs> to feel like they were the co-owners of. Um, and they were in. They ran communications for the movement for the first three years um, and have remained wonderful partners since. And uh, our goal in the first Giving Tuesday was just to convince 100 nonprofits to sign up with us to say, okay, we're going to try something for this um, for this day, whether it's a full-fledged campaign or just some social media activity. And we actually ended up with 2,500 nonprofits that first year. So people wow. really loved the idea. They were so enthusiastic about it. And one of the most surprising things that happened, um, we often say that we follow the movement, we don't lead it, um, because we really see things that happen organically and we try to strengthen them or cultivate them. And one of the mm -hmm. things that happened was that 
Giving Tuesday spread to lots and lots of nonprofits, and it became an idea that was used by lots and lots of businesses, schools, and churches, and all different types of organizations. But then what happened is that it began to really take hold, um, like you see with I'll Give, at the local level, mm -hmm. whether that meant a whole state like Illinois or a tiny town like Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, or Bethel, Alaska, um, or a county or a region. Um, and mm -hmm. those campaigns are really special because they bring together local nonprofits, local businesses, local government, and even though they're part of the, of the huge global movement, they also have this very special local flavor really reflecting mm -hmm. the civic pride and identity of that local community. So that's what's so special about, um, about those, and we'll have, along with I'll Give, a um, hundred other communities in the United States coming together, forming their own Giving Tuesday campaigns. And mm -hmm. then separate to that, it also almost immediately, first to the U.K. and then to Canada, um, started crossing national boundaries. And at this point, five years in, almost six years in, there is Giving Tuesday activity in nearly 100 countries with almost 40 of those having organized, um, centrally-led campaigns just like here in the United States. And that's everywhere from Brazil to Russia to Tanzania and Uganda um, yeah. to Panama, it's, it's, to Australia. It's really just all over the world at this point, and that's really inspiring to see. Oh, my goodness. So how are you able to engage national and international leaders to get them to see the importance of the movement and then begin to invest? Well, I think one way was that we um, we reached out right away to a whole lot of people who are highly respected in the giving community, um, you know, thought mm -hmm. leaders that the public might not know of, but that certainly everybody involved in philanthropy does know of. Um, and we really wanted to know what they thought. We didn't want to sort of launch this idea in a vacuum. Um, so we reached out to a lot of people we respected. We took a lot of their advice and incorporated it into the into the birth of the movement. And then I would say a big moment came the very first Giving Tuesday on the eve of Giving Tuesday when out of the blue Bill Gates tweeted in favor of, of the movement and saying, will other people join me on Giving Tuesday? Um, wow. Obviously, there's no more sort of respected person in philanthropy than him. And that was a big inflection point for the movement. Um, and then I think beyond that, around the world, people have just felt like the idea really resonated. And again, the, the this sort of idea that it wasn't like an idea that we created and we're giving to other people. It was an idea that we all are creating on an ongoing basis together makes everyone feel like they have a lot of ownership and accountability over the movement. Okay, that's great. So Kathleen, here in the state of Illinois, you're involved with Giving Tuesday. And I'm just wondering how the got started and then how you came to get involved with work. So we got started back in 2014. A foundation member of ours, the Coleman Foundation, had approached us and asked if we thought that there was a way to leverage the Giving Tuesday movement here at a local level in Illinois. And we thought that indeed there was an opportunity to leverage it uh, and that Forefront might just be the perfect place to house this effort and lead this effort. So at Forefront, we're here, we're here to create conditions that allow nonprofits and foundations, anybody with working on social impact to do their best work. We want to create an environment that allows that. And that's about getting more money into the sector. That's about developing the people and the talent and teaching the skills 
Uh, mm-hmm. That's about promoting partnerships. It's about collaboration, and it's also about promoting favorable policies. Um, and all that to say that Giving Tuesday really fit perfectly with Forefront's mission to build a vibrant social impact sector. That's awesome, and I want to hold it right there. Can you back up and let us know about the origins of Forefront so people can understand the context of why this is really, really important? So Forefront used to be known as Donors Forum. We are Illinois' statewide association. Uh, We're a membership organization for not only nonprofits but grant makers as well. Uh, B Corps can belong. Social Enterprise can belong as a member of Forefront. And we do all kinds of things, but our mission is to build a vibrant social impact sector in Illinois. So we provide things like education, advocacy, thought leadership. We facilitate collective action around issues that are important to our members, and we mobilize our members around things like I'll Give for Giving Tuesday. Okay, awesome. And what I noticed from both movements, you start off with hashtags, and I think that's pretty ingenious. So it's so no matter what people do on social media, if they were to reference you, they have to do a hashtag. So I, I think that's pretty ingenious. Who, who thought of that? Do you, do you know? So when we first started batting this idea around at the 92nd Street Y, we thought of a lot of different things that we could call it, including things like Giving Tuesday, a 9-2-Y initiative, <laughs> things that would be a little bit more predictable coming from really either the for-profit or non-profit world, right, because branding is very important and um, everybody's always thinking about how, you know, some, a good idea will reflect on their organization. Um, but we made, the, we made the decision not to brand it at all, and at the same time we made the decision to add the hashtag. Um, And we did that because we were making a statement that we really believed that, first of all, that that this was going to be a movement that was very digitally driven. We really Mm -hmm. thought that that was going to be the case, and it really is the case. Um, And that we really also wanted to, I think, make make a statement slash um, ask the question of whether social media could really be used as the, the powerful force multiplier that we were seeing it being used as um, to really harness and, uh, and spread generosity. So it was, it was a very deliberate decision to add the hashtag. And it's funny, my boss, um, whose idea Giving Tuesday actually was, Henry Timms, who's the executive director of the 92nd Street Y, um, was reminding me the other day that even six years ago, one of the concerns about adding a hashtag was that people wouldn't understand what it was. Isn't it funny to think how far we've come that the hashtag is so ubiquitous now? But back then yeah. it was really only used on Twitter, and Twitter was much um, much smaller then. So we were really taking a big bet in using that hashtag, and I think we're really glad we did, although I see plenty of people using it without the hashtag, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, thanks. So as a follow-up, Kathleen, Forefront has experienced tremendous growth over the years When you started in 2014, the campaign raised over $4 million, and this was primarily through social media. And then you built out the infrastructure and were able to raise over a million dollars just last year, and you have an expectation of doing even better this year. So what are some of the lessons you've learned, and what are you doing differently this year? Um, so donors gave $11.3 million to nonprofits last year. Uh, so it has been quite a bit of growth. 
Um, that first year that you referenced mm -hmm. back in 2014, we were really just pushing out a list of nonprofits that we had gathered, links that were they were participating in Giving Tuesday, and it was just a page with links to all nonprofits who were participating, and it would go right to their mm -hmm. website. Then we had to go back and call all of those nonprofits over the course of many, many weeks to, to gather how much they raised. Um, mm -hmm. So that $4 million total was just sell, what they had self-reported to us. Uh, it wasn't a very good procedure for data collection by any means. Mm -hmm. So last year we partnered with GiveGab. They're a donation platform, and we really upped our game. We built a, mo a mobile-friendly and donor-friendly website. So donors are able to visit ilgive.com and use the search function to find a nonprofit that fits the cause that matters to them, that's working mm -hmm. right in their own neighborhood. They can type in their zip code and get a list of all the nonprofits that are working right locally in their neighborhood. Um, and they're able to give to that nonprofit within just a few clicks. So one of the things that we've learned over these many years of doing this is that Giving Tuesday moves really fast. And donors want to give right in that moment. So it's, it, nonprofits shouldn't lead those potential donors through five clicks, ten clicks, and 20 fields that they have to fill out on a form. Right. We, we want to keep donors as close as possible to that feeling of inspiration that, uh, that caused them to want to give in the first place. So our donation flow on IllGive.com is mobile-friendly. It has to be mobile-friendly on Giving Tuesday, and it has to be intuitive. So our donation completion rate last year was 93%, uh, which is wow. just awesome. So we're trying, to, we're trying to tear down all those barriers to giving and make it easier for more donors to give more. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we're doing differently this year is to provide more education to our nonprofits. That's really central to for, another thing that's central to Forefront's mission, we, our capacity building. We want to teach nonprofits how to do digital fundraising. We opened registration early this year, way back in June, so that nonprofits could get a head start building their campaigns and start getting our email series on best practices and learning how to do this the right way. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I want to remind our listening audience that you're listening to Nonprofit U and we're speaking with Asha Curran. She's the Chief Innovation Officer and Director of the Bell Center for Innovation and Social at the 92nd Street Y in New York, and Kathleen Murphy. She's the Director of Communications for Forefront here in Illinois. We'll be taking questions from our listening audience and chat room at about the 30-minute mark, so in about 10 minutes. The call-in number is 347-884-8121. And if you prefer to chat um, and you are listening and looking at the same time at our episode page, there is a link on the episode page that you can click on to to open a listener-only account, and then you can participate in the chat room. Okay, Asha, um, Giving Tuesday has grown from raising $28 million in 2013 to raising over $116 million in 2015. Investments don't do that well, by the way. So <laughs> during this... <laughs> they really don't. I tell you... If you guys were I registered, like that <laughs> if you were registered on the New York Stock Exchange, I tell you, people be coming trying to figure out what your investment secret is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so during the same time, the number of organizations participating has grown from ten thousand to forty-five thousand. So, what are some of the strategies you guys use to grow the momentum? What are some of the lessons you've learned with? 
Um, yeah, good. it's a great question. And actually, in 2016, the number that we were able to count of dollars raised just online is, a, is um, over $180 million. So those numbers are wow. really, really going up. We actually stopped counting partners. Um, because there are mm-hmm. so many people at this point who are using Giving Tuesday and doing campaigns and doing activities but aren't registering with our site, um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. I mean, we, we certainly encourage people to register either with us or with the local movements like I'll Give um, because then they have access to uh, newsletters and so forth, and we can be of the greatest help. But the truth is a lot of organizations mm-hmm. are out there and just doing their own thing, and we're, we're, we call them uncountable at this point. Um, all over the world. So I think a couple of wow. the different strategies that we've we've uh, used or things that we've learned is um, Giving Tuesday is primarily a community. It's it's a really really strong and interconnected network, um, and I think we've learned a lot about the power of collaboration. We've seen organizations reaching out to. Um, other organizations either that are that are competitive with them normally, um, that are sometimes that are mission aligned, sometimes that are, are not mission aligned. Um, we've seen people reaching out beyond the sector to form cross-sector collaborations with, um, with schools or with companies, small businesses or large corporations. Those collaborations are really powerful. I think that the one thing the nonprofit world could do better um, is in – not trying to go it alone, um, but actually in linking arms with people who are trying to do the same type of good work and having much more of an impact collectively. Um, I think another mm-hmm. thing that we've seen is uh, the value of experimentation. So we see people doing new and fun and um, experimental things with Giving Tuesday, whether to, whether that's around fundraising or whether it's around mm-hmm. communications um, or just awareness building. We see people doing Giving Tuesday campaigns that are centered entirely around just saying thank you to their constituents. Um, we see them doing uh, Giving Tuesday campaigns that are focused on the unselfie, which is a really fun meme. <laughs> that is um, it encourages people to take a picture that tells a story of them doing something giving or unselfish, and people have done oh, so wow. many creative things with the unselfie. Um, we've had organizations uh, create wonderful campaigns on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat um, that are really fun and really engaging, and, and we have um, information that shows that 25% of, of donors on Giving Tuesday are brand new donors. So it seems to be a really good opportunity to use those experiments to attract new people to your cause. Um, and I think we see our main strategy uh, from here as being our role as being strengthening that network. So we want people to be in as much touch with each other as possible. We want people to be learning from each other and sharing with each other. And that includes um, all of the organizations that are partners in Giving Tuesday, and it also includes the people who have emerged as leaders in the movement, like Kathleen. That's great. That's great. So this question is for you both. Can you share a case study of an organization that has had significant year-end fundraising success using Giving Tuesday and or I'll Give as one of the many tools at their disposal? And Asha, we'll start with you. 
Sure. Well, I, you know, I always like to give two juxtaposing examples um, for this type of question, just because the breadth of organizations that have success with Giving Tuesday is so um, is so extensive. Uh, so I love this the, the example of one very, 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 very small organization who's been a partner for years called World Bicycle Relief, which raises mm-hmm. money to buy bicycles for children in sub-Saharan Africa who have long distances to travel to school. Um, and they uh, they don't call they don't they don't describe themselves as raising money on Giving Tuesday. They describe themselves as raising bicycles, and they've been able to um, burst through their goal every single year. So when their goal was to raise enough for 250 bicycles, they raised enough for you know almost 400. When their goal was 500, they raised enough for 750. So what we see that's a sort of a microcosm of what we see with Giving Tuesday, which is increasing year over year success. Um, Mm -hmm. So that often organizations will start small as they dip their toes in, but they'll actually see that exponential increase year over year. And a really big example would be somebody like the University of Michigan, um, who Mm -hmm. last year raised over $5 million in 24 hours from thousands of donors, many of them new. And they are also a great example of um, an organization that has taken Giving Tuesday and created their own entire campaign. They call, the, they call their campaign Giving Blue Day, and they, um, they engage their students, their alumni, their, um, their different student groups, their faculty. Everyone becomes part of the, the celebration, and it also raises them a lot of money. Oh, that's great. That's great. Kathleen. So for me, the success stories aren't necessarily the orgs that raise the most money, but rather Mm -hmm. the ones who increase their capacity to fundraise and their knowledge around digital fundraising. So Mm -hmm. last year I had a very small nonprofit from Chicago's south side, really, really little. They told me that the first year that they did I'll Give in 2015 was their first year. She didn't raise anything, but in that second year, after she took some of our webinars, after she followed through with Mm -hmm. the steps in our communications toolkit, last year they raised over $3,000 to support their program. Those are the stories that stick out to me. Yeah, I think that's really, really important, and I think that's really, really critical. I, I think you guys have done a great job of giving us a full range of people and examples who have been very successful and, you know, looking at different ways of measuring success and looking at how people have actually taken ownership. So I guess that's why it is a movement. Each um, organization sounds to me like they're taking it and calling it their own, which is wonderful. So I want to remind our listening audience that you're listening to Nonprofit U, and we're speaking with Asha Karan, Chief Innovation Officer and Director of the Belfer Center for Innovation and Social Impact at the 92nd Street Y, or 92Y, and Kathleen Murphy. She's the Director of Communications at Forbes. We'll take questions from our listening audience right about now. And if you're in the chat room, if you have any questions or comments, um, feel free to share. Again, that call-in number is 347-884-8121. Again, that number is 347-884-8121. And I also um, want you to take advantage of the talents and history that we have here. You will not get this firsthand information in many places, and we really, really do appreciate Asha and Kathleen. I also want to take a moment to let folks know that they can strengthen their organization's Giving Tuesday efforts by participating in Webinar Wednesdays 
That's a program that I have, and I'm going to be starting that October 25th, and it'll be going every Wednesday from October 25th through December 6th. So in addition to some of the training that you'll be able to take advantage of through Getting Tuesday and I'll Give, I'll be conducting webinars to help organizations strengthen their fundraising efforts for the year and and beyond. So contact me at consulting at lesleonard.com for further information. I see that we have one caller at uh, 773-624-0585. I want to, I'm going to click on to your microphone. If you have any questions, any comments, I would like you to share. Okay. Hello. I have never even talked to him. Hello. Yes, I understand. Oh, cool. Hi. Uh, yeah. Can I come back? Can I be? Can I get um, a, another opportunity? I'm sure. Sure, I'll come back to you. Okay. We are taking calls. The number is three four seven eight eight four eight one two one. And if you have any comments from the chat room, please feel free to post. And in the meantime, I will call on Kathleen. So, Kathleen, on the operations side, how can Illinois nonprofits register to participate in I'll Give? And can you tell us what some of the benefits are? I sure can. So, any Illinois 501c3 organization can register. Uh, all you have to do is go to ilgive.com, ilgive.com. And the deadline to register is October 24th. So all they'll do is go to ilgive.com, hit the blue register now button. Mm -hmm. You'll want to search your organization to make sure someone else at your nonprofit or a rogue board member perhaps didn't already register your organization. So you, <laughs> you type the name of your organization in the search box first just to make sure you're not already signed up. Um, if you participated last year, that's the point at which you'll log in and, and start fresh from your, your profile from last year. No need to reinvent any wheels or anything. Um, if this is your first time participating, you'll click on Add My Organization. From there, it's just a series of prompts that will help you finish up your registration. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you do that, you'll start to get a series of emails. Uh, it's a drip campaign in MailChimp, uh, and once a week, our participants will get uh, an, e an email series that will help them create a successful campaign. So the first email is just a welcome to the campaign email, the first steps. Uh, how do you develop a profile page that inspires donors? The next week they'll get an email about how to get their board involved, and it will share our board toolkit. The week after that might be how to recruit some peer-to-peer -peer fundraisers. And again, we provide all the resources right in that email so it's easy to find. And take it in bite-sized bits in, in building your campaign. Our nonprofit toolkit uh, is easily accessed up in the top of at allgive.com, and the navigation is a nonprofit toolkit area, and that has an abundance of resources like pre-recorded videos. We have social media samples on there, email templates, communication plans, all kinds of goodies there. So the benefits of participating are a lot of the things that we've been talking about already. It's, it's having access to a really great donation experience for your donors. They get mm -hmm. to give to your org in just five clicks. They get to share it. They get to do, there's a social share function. They can share their donation on their Facebook page and then amplify, that amplifies your network of potential donors, right? Mm -hmm. Nonprofits get the latest in peer-to-peer -to -peer tools. Um, 
And finally, we're running a significant advertising campaign across Illinois. So I'll Give will appear on everything from billboards to bus shelter ads, uh, radio, TV. We're running social media ads that will be targeted toward potential donors. And that's all going to be based on the latest research on who gives and why. So this advertising uh, can push possibly new donors to your organization. Like Asha mentioned, we also found that 25% of our donors last year were new, new first-time givers to any nonprofit period. So it's a really great, wow. act, great to, way to have access to a new pool of potential donors. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, I got a question from the chat room, and this person is wondering, you know, what happens if you have started, you've gotten off to a late start? Giving Tuesday is right around the corner, and apparently you have been engaged in these trainings and you know, sharing with people for a couple months now, a few months now. So what happens to those organizations who are just, well, just now getting aware of the campaign? Can they just jump right on in and get in where they fit in, so to speak, or, or what happens? Uh, for sure. I wouldn't say that now is late at all. Now it's earlier than most, actually. Um, it's a fine time to jump in and get started. Like All of our webinars are recorded. You can access them at any time up in the nonprofit toolkit, uh, and our communications timeline can get you started. You can start queuing up those emails now. You've got plenty mm -hmm. of time to build a campaign. Okay. Oh, that is really awesome. Awesome. Okay, so Asha, how can organizations other than those based in Illinois register to participate in Giving Tuesday and through givingtuesday.org? And while you're at it, can you remind our listening audience of the benefits? Sure. So the, the give, if you're registering in Illinois, I would really recommend registering on the I'll Give website, um, as Kathleen mm -hmm. uh, advised. Um, certainly our website, givingtuesday.org, is more of a, a, a huge clearinghouse for every possible general resource. So we don't carry mm -hmm. all of the resources for every community or global um, movement. Uh, that would be the place to go for that would be I'll give for sure. Um, but we do have um, numerous toolkits and resources and case studies and ideas, really everything you could imagine, whether you're a nonprofit or just a family looking to talk with your children about philanthropy at the dinner table. Um, and and the, I think the case studies in particular are usually very useful to people because um, there's really no need to reinvent the wheel, particularly if you're nervous about kind of diving in at the last minute. Um, you can get some great ideas and implement them in whatever way feels right for, for your organization. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and just sort of browse around and look at all the different countries that are involved is lots of fun as well. Okay, awesome. And before we really get into our teaching, I have another question for Kathleen. Um, Kathleen, I noticed that you guys are going to have an event coming up uh, where you and one other speaker are going to be walking people through Giving Tuesday. I guess my first question is, do you need to be a member of Forefront in order to attend that event? Is it free? And when is it? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Um, are you referring to my October 13th event, right? Yes, ma'am. Registration is full and closed for that, but if you'd like to get on the wait list, you can do that uh, if you visit mm -hmm. myforefront.org slash events. Uh, with my friend Caleb Gardner, uh, he is the co-founder of 18 Coffees, and he's the former lead digital strategist for Obama for America. 
he and I worked out together on the campaign. And we're going to start sharing things that we've learned from political uh, campaigns and how mm -hmm. that sort of digital mobilization and activating people online, how that translates into running a giving day campaign. So we're going to talk about how you can find new ways to engage online audiences. I'll be writing a blog post uh, up about it afterward. That will get posted to myforefront.org uh, on, our, on our blog afterward. But that will be this upcoming Friday. I'm looking forward to that event. Okay, awesome. So thank you for that. So it's now time for our listening audience to learn how they can try this at home. Kathleen, can you walk us through the I'll Give Toolkit and then share with us some key dates along your project timeline, some of the activities on the I'll Give calendar. Sure. So the key date to remember at this point is October 24th because that's the last day nonprofits can register. Uh, we do that for a lot of reasons. The back end of our website uh, needs to have time to settle. We can't. We don't want to be adding more nonprofits to it. Uh, but it's also of it's it's best for nonprofits to get started building their campaign now. Um, so nonprofits will want to do that. They'll start get as soon as they register. They'll start getting our drip campaign uh, education emails, prompting them once a week to take a few minutes to spend on your campaign, with some pretty specific instructions within each of those. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll want to get your board involved now as much as you can, and we have a toolkit on, on our nonprofit toolkit about how to engage your board. The many ways that you can do that. If you can find matching funders, that's a great thing to do right now. Recruiting peer-to-peer -peer fundraisers is another great thing that you can do right now. Mm -hmm. If you can find some for social you, media. Um, Kathleen, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, question for you. Can you break down peer-to-peer -peer fundraising? Peer-to-peer -peer fundraising is when you have an ambassador of your organization, say it's a volunteer or someone who's really connected with your organization, who will mm -hmm. run their own personal fundraiser for your organization kind under your umbrella of your, of your I'll Give platform. And that person will solicit their Facebook friends and their family, and there's a thermometer uh, on, on their page uh, to help them fundraise. And we have all the tools for that person to use. There's a specific toolkit for, for the nonprofit and to recruit peer-to-peer -peer fundraisers. And then there's a, a, another toolkit that you'll get uh, to give to your peer-to-peer -peer fundraisers to help them fundraise. And that just exposes you to a new tier of potential donors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we found last year that organizations who enlisted a peer-to-peer -peer fundraiser uh, to rally around their cause raised nearly double of those organizations that didn't do that. So we're really mm -hmm. encouraging organizations to think about peer-to-peer -peer fundraising and using it for their Giving Tuesday campaign. Awesome. Uh, Something else nonprofits will want to do right now is start organizing uh, social media ambassadors, anything that can mm -hmm. help amplify their campaign. It doesn't have to be a local celebrity. It can be anyone with a significant social media following who's willing to share their story with your organization, why they're involved with your cause to help you amplify your campaign. Mm -hmm. As far as communications, we suggest that organizations do a soft rollout to their audience about two weeks before Giving Tuesday. I, we think not, not too much earlier than that. Uh, two weeks seems to be the sweet spot. And one of the simplest, most effective things that you can do is to send out a save the date email that has a calendar event, a reminder in it, uh, like an mm -hmm. Outlook invite uh, for November 28th, and send that to your existing donors. It's a really mm -hmm. simple thing to do, but that puts that on, it puts it on their calendar and reminds them to do it. 
to give mm -hmm. to your organization on that day. You want to start planting the seed in your social posts about two to three weeks leading up to the event. You can schedule all of this in advance. We've got sample social media on our website that you can use. Uh, you can create, we encourage our nonprofits to create images in Canva, and you can clee all this up right now. Uh, you can mm -hmm. start scheduling up all your, your email templates, uh, email marketing to go out that day. Okay, awesome. And Canva is a website, right? It's free, yeah. It's free for nonprofits. Mm -hmm. It's canva.com. Um, it's kind mm -hmm. of a Photoshop for dummies, or not dummies, because I use it all the time. Uh, it's a really simple way <laughs> to, and it, it, it sizes the images automatically. Uh, you know, different social media platforms accept and prefer different sized images. It sizes it for you mm -hmm. automatically. It's a really, really great resource. Okay, Asha, the same question for you. Can you walk through Giving Tuesday, their toolkit, and then share with us some key dates and activities on the givingtuesday.org calendar? And before you answer, I, I just want to remind folks that we're sharing resources from, from both Giving Tuesday and I'll Give, but we're encouraging people from Illinois for registration purposes and training purposes that they go through. I'll give, but I encourage you strongly to you know look at both websites and get different insights. Okay, go ahead, Asha. Sure. Well, um, I only have one key date to throw out there, and that's November 28th, 2017, which is actually Giving Tuesday. Um, no, no big public events on our calendar except for that one. We're all just working toward that date, um, although we've had mm -hmm. some really exciting events in the past um, few months. Over the course of the summer, we gathered all of our global leaders together to share ideas and insights um, in Eastern Europe, and that was amazing. And then all of our community mm -hmm. leaders, including Kathleen in Baltimore, more, um, and we had a special event geared toward um, millennials and millennial giving. So we've been quite busy, um, but we, we do let our leaders and our partners like our, I'll Give have most of the events these days. Um, if you mm -hmm. go, go on to givingtuesday.org and look at the general toolkit, um, again, we have tons of more specific resources, but our toolkit is really geared toward helping especially small and mid-sized nonprofits who might be um, more under-resourced and, um, and need a little bit more support with um, getting a Giving Tuesday campaign up and running. So mm -hmm. we try to um, over-provide, um, assuming that people will take what they need and just leaving the rest. So we start out mm -hmm. by really talking about communications, giving some social media advice, giving even some, um, some language for messaging, um, what we call mega messages, so the big overarching spirit of the campaign um, in being something that is not just about fundraising but really about bringing people together, about giving um, in all its forms, about, about collaborating and, um, and coming together as a community. We have ideas of ways that people can get involved and ways that organizations can get involved. We have a suggested mm -hmm. timeline. So none of this is meant to tell people what to do. It's really meant to give them information to help them feel confident in starting their first campaign. And then we really encourage people to experiment from there. Um, we even have things like a sample press release and advice for pitching yourself to your local radio or TV program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I found interesting with your toolkit is, you know, ways of getting elected officials involved, you know, how to get a resolution passed, you know, declaring it with Tuesday. And I think in Chicago already, Kathleen, you can correct me if I'm wrong. And Asha, if you want to 
elaborate. You can't. Yeah, we usually get a mayoral proclamation and a gubernatorial proclamation. We'll try for mm-hmm. we'll try for that again this year. Awesome, awesome. And and if we're signed up for your email distribution list, we should hear about it, right? At some point. Exactly. Exactly. Your oh. follower social. Okay. Awesome. Okay, I am going to see if the person from three six two four zero five eight five has any question or comment. Do you have any question or comment? Hi. Um actually they were answered. I was trying to sort out what it needs what I need to do for the next thirty days and it seems as though there's a lot of immediacy to some things I'm gonna have to bring some people in on. As far mm-hmm. as recruiting volunteers, would there be any recommendations? For Kathleen, you want to take that first? Sure. For recruiting volunteers to help you work on your campaign or recruiting volunteers to help you work on your mission throughout the year? Um, both, actually. Both. I could use both, yeah. That's but what I was going to say. Most, the, most people could use both. Um so we've seen volunteers be really, really effective for helping to run a, a Giving Tuesday campaign. Uh, if you can find a young person who is really great at social media, they can help you. Um, you you'll want to find people who are really close to your organization and who are able to tell your story effectively. As okay. far as recruiting volunteers, there is a module on our I'll Give dot uh, com site on, on your profile where you can si- set up volunteer opportunities with your organization that happen not necessarily on Giving Tuesday but on other months as well. And I recommend setting that up for this campaign too. Someone might come to your landing page on I'llGive.com and find your organization and give to you, but then want to find out other ways to get involved too. So you'll want to have those volunteer opportunities set up on your page as well. Thank you. You're welcome. So, Kathleen, that raises another question for me or just another observation. Sure. To me, that a critical component is engagement. You know, it's not just a matter of asking people to give money, but engage. So you want to elaborate on that? Oh, absolutely. Um, people have a desire to connect around giving, but that doesn't necessarily mean money. Um, they want to mm-hmm. give, and they want to give together. Uh, so in our ad campaigns, we encourage donors to give where give where you live is what the tagline says, and to support mm-hmm. your local community and make Illinois a better place. Giving your time, giving your talent, or giving your treasure, any of those will do just fine. Great, Asha. Did you have any comment on that before we move to the next question? No, I think that was a super smart answer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Asha, what are some of the things that you've observed to be the greatest roadblocks to giving Tuesday success? And if you can think of three examples, that would be wonderful. Uh, I can at least think of a couple. Um, I think that we have actually both hit on one of them, which is um, giving yourself enough time to plan. I think that Mm -hmm. one thing we've 
when we hear from people who say, oh, I tried a Giving Tuesday campaign, but I didn't raise any money, when we really probe into that, it seems not all of the time, but certainly some of the time, that what has actually happened is that um, someone, an organization, sent out an email or a tweet and sat back and expected the money to just sort of roll in. Um, <laughs> right, right. it happened to be. Tuesday, and I do think it requires more thought than that, um, and more more advanced planning than that. That's really the reason that we do we have a sort of suggested timeline. Again, not to impose that timeline on anyone, but really um, just to give a sort of suggestion that you really do want to put some thought and some intention into it. A second roadblock, I think, is um, seeing Giving Tuesday and a and a year end campaign as being in conflict or um, in contradiction with one another. I don't think they are at all, or I certainly don't think they have to be. Um, I think it's, it works really well to see Giving Tuesday as an opportunity to kick off a great year-end campaign. If a year-end campaign is already in place, use Giving Tuesday as the, you know, the, the launch date or as a spike moment or as an opportunity to leverage a match. Um, there's mm-hmm. lots of creative ways to do it, but really those things can work uh, very, very well together. Um, I think the other thing is that um, often people uh, see feel like there's a pressure to keep innovating and getting more creative rather than an opportunity to be creative. And what, I, what I've been encouraging people to do now is to feel free to steal other people's ideas. Um, and I mean that in, in just in the sense that Giving Tuesday is a, is a generous community and people have done such exciting and creative things with it. It's okay to take what someone else has done. That's why people provide their case studies to us um, so that they can take what people have done and replicate it or adapt it for their own needs. So it, there's no need to feel a sort of pressure to be more and more and more creative every single year. It's really just mm-hmm. to the extent that you're having fun with it. Okay. And you do have case studies on your website, is that correct? We have so many that it would take you a year to read through them, all of them. <laughs> but they're divided by small nonprofit, large nonprofit, um, corporations, and so forth. Okay. Well, that's a good problem to have, I tell you. I think so, too. Okay, so (laughs) Kathleen, what are the three things you observe as the greatest contributors to Giving Tuesday and the I'll Give success? Um, I think it's for us it's leadership, collaboration, and the education pieces of it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of fantastic folks have stepped up in our campaign, including our own leadership team here at Forefront, our friends and colleagues at the Coleman Foundation, at Dunham Fund, Grand Victoria Foundation, and uh, William Blair this year. Everyone's really stepped up to make this a campaign a success uh, in their respective communities. And it's really inspiring to see. We're all out to disrupt giving here in Illinois in a big way. And collaborating with each other is key. Um, Again, education for our nonprofits, teaching them the the latest trends in digital giving so that they're prepared for this next generation of donors, teaching Mm -hmm. them what what activates a person to give, what motivates them to hit that donate button. That's key to success for us as well. Uh, The nonprofits that participate in I'll Give have said that they've had the biggest success when they've taken our webinars, when they use our trainings, and when they have the time to prepare for their campaign. Okay, that's awesome. So basically, I think one of the things I'm hearing from both of you is nonprofits 
need not feel that they're alone. There's plenty of help, pretty plenty of free help that they can get. Oh, no from one's alone. The organization. Okay. Absolutely, no one's alone. We're we're right here along with you and happy to support in any way we can. Okay, I guess I really should have done more homework, and I should know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you. Uh, is there a Facebook community for either campaign that people can go to and, and share some of their experiences as they go along? I'll give has a local uh, nonprofit participant group. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash I'll give, the group mm-hmm. that's on there is called Peer Network. And click on join, and I'll approve you nearly right away because it's attached to my phone. Um, and I have uh, nonprofits from all of our previous campaigns, last year, the year before, uh, and signed up for this year, sharing all kinds of things like what they're doing for their campaign this year or uh, asking mm-hmm. questions to each other about how do you recruit those peer-to-peer funders. Uh, it's a pretty good community. Oh, awesome. And for so the, do you for need the to be global movement, there's not just because it's so it's so massive. Um, but I do encourage mm-hmm. people to do that same thing that I'll give us done and start a, a Facebook community for like-minded organizations or local organizations, um, or to join that one. And there's certainly a Giving Tuesday page on Facebook and on Twitter, which I encourage people to like and follow. Um, and we try to put as many useful resources and fun tidbits and graphics out into that into on those channels mm-hmm. as we possibly can. Awesome. And Kathleen, do you need to be a member of Forefront to be a part of the group, or can anybody join? Not anybody can join any of this, so you don't have to be a Forefront member to sign up for I'll Give. Uh, Not necessary. We'd love you, of course, to become members, but it's not necessary to sign up for I'll Give. Uh, It's not necessary to sign up for the I'll Give Facebook page either. Okay, awesome. So I, I want to thank everyone for listening to Nonprofit U Blog Radio Talk Show. The show will be available to download within about an hour. So I want you to join us next week when our guest will be Carolina Gaite. She is the co-director of Blocks Together, and she will be discussing the upcoming Moral Mondays training sponsored by the National Poor People's Campaign. And then the following week, we will have Daniel Ash. He is the Chief Marketing Officer at Chicago Community Trust, and he'll be here on the 16th of October. So he's going to come where these ladies left off, and he's going to share tactics on storytelling to the run-up to Giving Tuesday. So before we close, I want to hear from Asha, as well as Kathleen, can you give us closing remarks and let us know how we can reach you? Kathleen, you want to go first? Um, sign up for I'llGive.com. If you are a nonprofit in Illinois, we would love to have you fundraise with us this year. Uh, last year, Illinois do- uh, donors from across the world actually gave $11.3 million <laughs> to nonprofits in Illinois. Uh, we'd love to have you be a part of our campaign. So before October 24th, please go to ilgive.com and register your nonprofit. Great. And okay. from, from awesome. us, I would just say um, we, we love welcoming new people to the to the movement. For all Illinois nonprofits, please do join I'll Give. 
And um, I just am very excited for Giving Tuesday. I think, you know, this is a, a pretty scary time for the world, and lots of um, really, really scary things are happening. And this is really an opportunity for us to celebrate all the ways that we can we can make a difference and make an impact. Okay, so thank you very much. I really, really appreciate your time, and I look thank you for having us. Yes, yes, yes. I look forward to speaking with you in further detail. All right. Thanks, Take Valerie. Care. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.